welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. And we still don't have that intro that I, every time I listen to other podcasts, I think to myself, wow, we really need to get our lives together. We have that killer music that Ryan made us. Yes. I saw I, Ryan the other day. Did you I tell did? you that? No. Yeah. So at the local coffee shop. Um, when he was DJing? Yeah, he DJs. He messaged me that he was doing that, but I was out of town. Oh, yeah. He does it every Sunday. Oh, it, he didn't tell me that. I think. It's called Serotonin Sundays, and he DJs at the coffee shop. Well, then we should be going to that. I know, and I went, and he was favorite. so good. Like, no surprise, but he was so good. And we knew he was so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, we have this wonderful friend that we've hung out with once, Literally. ever. And by hung out with, I mean, he was working at the coffee shop we were in, and Caroline and I just became very obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Basically. He, he made the intro to our podcast. Uh, what's his... It's at DJ Ryan's story. Yeah. It's his Instagram mm-hmm. handle if you want to check him out. Um, but he made our intro and he's super talented and lives here in Northwest Arkansas. But um, I think that we should be utilizing the talent we have in that music and then doing a little intro about what this podcast is about. Yeah, we can do that. Would you guys like that? Yeah. Let us know in the Facebook group. Yeah. I keep getting back on the Facebook group. I just, <laughs> it has been bringing me, I know I said this last week too so much serotonin literally same i'm like people care i'm like what people care about like everyone not even us like, i know like they're helping each other yes it's so much fun it's very refreshing to see in so humanity. much fun i love it what was your grinding moment from this week um Oh, I had one. Oh, it was that I found a backup dress. It's Caroline and I were actually just talking about this before we started recording. And this really is my grounding moment. Um, my baby shower will have happened when this episode is released, but, um, I have been shopping for an outfit for my baby shower for months. Not really. I'm not a good shopper is yeah. what we should probably preface this with. But I really wanted to find something I loved because I wanted to feel cute, even though I'm literally going to be 36 weeks pregnant. Um, and I ordered this dress I loved, and it's not going to come in in time, I don't think, which is fine. Uh, so then I had to go shopping locally. And I found something that I really like. Good. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, it's simple, cute, but... Um, Finding something you feel good in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I mean, I I don't know what you mean because I've never been pregnant. Well, but (laughs) not even pregnant. I think that it applies across the board. I don't think that it's, it's different when you're pregnant because, well, I shouldn't even say it's different when you're pregnant because I, I think it's really the same as any other time. It's just hard to find things that you feel like really fit your body and complement your body. It's just all of a sudden when you're pregnant, you're in this body that changes every two weeks. Exactly. Yeah. And so like even dresses I had that were cute a month ago that I was like, well, I could just wear that if I don't find anything I would put on and go, oh, maybe not. Right. Um, and so I felt relieved to find something I like. And if that other dress comes in, great. And if it doesn't. What does that other dress look like? It's fitted and it's uh, like a sagey color. Oh, pretty. And it has long sleeves. Um. It's like very girly, very, um, I don't know. It's like kind of fancy for a baby shower, but, uh, it's from Petal and Pup. Oh, cute. And, uh, I was really excited about it. And if it comes in, I don't, that's the other thing that I've been thinking about. What am I going to do with the dress? Oh yeah. 
a photoshoot or something. I know. Do I go take pictures? Like, where do I wear it? Yeah, that is true. Because I don't want to send it back because I really like it. That is true. So I'm going to have to we'll have think, to think on, on that, that yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, that's my grounding moment. It's just finding something that I felt really good in, finding a backup that I felt really good in, uh, which might seem kind of silly, but you know, you don't get a lot of moments like that where you're like, yes. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what I'm going to wear. Oh, I have another grounding moment. Uh, I have a lot too, actually. Um, (laughs) And this is also really silly. The weather has been um, moving in my favor because my shower is supposed to be all outside because we were trying to follow CDC regulations so that people who are vaccinated don't have to be masked and will be able to be distanced and all this stuff. And it's been um, rain in the forecast all week. Oh, it has? Yeah, which is fine. Again, not stressed about it. If it rains, it rains. Right. It doesn't, it's not going to make anything less special. Like it still is what it is. Um, but the chance of rain has been going down. Yay. That's so, good. That's exciting. Yeah. Which we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? We still have a few more days. Yeah. It could pour on us. And guess what? <laughs> that's a memory too. Yeah. So. And then you can tell your baby it poured. Yeah. So I feel like I'm manifesting good weather. Yeah. I'll be doing the same. Um, what's your granny moment? See? Um, it was my boyfriend's birthday and my one of my best friend's birthday. Um, his was the fourth and hers is, was the fifth. And I'm not a good gift giver. That's one thing I'm not good at, but I want to be better. So we uh, share that. Yeah. And honestly, I stole this from my best friend's boyfriend. I'm just going to clarify this, but my best friend's boyfriend. Um, they Who's live your in, best friend? I mean, Eleanor. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, that wasn't like a um, excuse me moment. It was, I was just like, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Eleanor. Um, Whose birthday it was, right? Yes. Hers was the fifth. And her boyfriend a long time ago, like a month ago, reached out to me. Shouts to Eleanor. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yes. And he was like, hi, I need you. I need your help. Like, can you help me? I was like, yeah. And he said, can you put together a video um, of all like, our friends that were friends with Eleanor on our gap year and have them take like a 20 to 30 second video of saying happy birthday, we love you and advice or whatever. I was like, yeah, such a good idea. Like I'll get on that. And so I did that. And it was, I did all this the day before my boyfriend's birthday, which is the fourth. And I was like, oh my God, Chris would love that. Like his love language is words of affirmation. Like he would literally cry if he got that gift. And so, because I'm trying to be better at gift giving, I'm like, okay, I need to do that. So literally the day before his birthday, I texted all his friends and said to like send the message on and they sent all videos in and I texted his family and all of his family members pulled through and I put it all together. I even saw it and wrote it on my calendar to do one with Matt and then we didn't do it. (laughs) So now I'm just feeling like a huge failure. It's okay. Shouts to Chris. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah. Happy late birthday. But, um... Yeah, it was so, and I was putting it all together. I was like crying, making it. I don't know why. I know you why, were almost crying in your stories. Yeah, just talking about literally, it. I was like tearing up. Um, but he loved it, and I gave it to him like first thing in the morning, just like to set the tone of his birthday. And he was like, "That was such a good idea." I'm like, "Yes, I'm doing it." I'm like, "Am I a good gift giver now?" Don't know. Gifts are hard, so hard. But I think the key is to know people's love languages. I mean, I agree. You know, because I have friends who really, really care about gifts. So I try really hard. Like Matt, I'm married oh, yeah, to one. That is true. 
but he doesn't care so much about me giving him gifts. He really likes to show love by giving gifts. Okay, cool. Like he gets really into, you know, yeah. like he got really excited the other day. He walks in, he's like, I got you something. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he comes in with an Amazon basics package and it was, um, extra long charging cords for the hospital. Oh, nice. Like, and he was so <laughs> excited. Yeah. I was like, thanks, right. babe. Um, and I'm just, I don't, my brain doesn't yeah. quite work like that. I'm getting better. Like I, I've gotten a lot better. Yeah. In the past, I'm like, I have no idea what to get these people. Yeah. Like at all. But let us know your love languages. Yeah. We right. should do an episode on love languages. We should. I feel like we have done that, but maybe not. I don't think we have. Uh-uh. Y'all. Well, anyways, my love language is quality time and Minus two. physical touch. They're tied. But only physical touch and romantic relationships. Which means that's not your love language. I think it is, though. I don't think that's how that works. It does. I don't think so. I think so. It's definitely physical touch, though. Like, in a relationship. Yeah. Which, I have no problem with that. I'm well, maybe I want that. hugs. Maybe you should start hugging me. Maybe I, I hug would you like all it. all the time. <laughs> You're very uncomfortable with it. That is very true. You give off don't hug me energy. Very strong. Because I hang out with all don't hug me energy people. Yeah. And I am. And I hang out with all hug me energy people. Yeah, but I am not a, I'm like a really safe middle ground in that I won't um, hug people. I will. I'm happy to. Love a hug. Mm -hmm. But I also am not like, I'm a hugger. Like. Yeah, coming in hot. And I think part of that is because I have watched Matt, my which is funny about Matt, too, because you know this. Yeah. Because you've been around us enough times. Matt is like doesn't like physical touch from people he doesn't know. Like, not that he'll, like, deny a hug, but he can, like, get a little, like, uncomfortable or awkward. But if he's been drinking... Oh, he's huggy. He... I know that you know true. this, yeah. because think about it. Like, he's, like... And he, like, wants to tell you... About how important you are to yes, him. Yes, that is very like, true. <laughs> if he's had like more than two drinks, he's like, Caroline, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me wrap you in my arms and tell you how important you are and yes. how much you inspire me. Yes, that is And very how true. wonderful you're doing in life. Uh-huh. I'm like, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. But he's know. not like that very often. No. But when he is, I'm like, oh, Matt loves me. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's very. But also, I just thought about this. My boyfriend and I were talking about this. My Matt, my brother Matt, is uh, like that. When he, the more drunk the he gets, he is very touchy. Like he's like, Caroline, you're doing so great. I'm like, you literally hate me. Not really. They were just a brother sister. Mm-hmm. But he's very loving. Yeah, I'm like weird. There's some kind of mental wall there that yeah. alcohol just breaks it on down. Yeah. All right, are you ready to jump in? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so today, guys, we're going to talk about managing stress, um, which, you know, I feel like it's a really, really broad topic, and we tried to break it down just to some of the things that Caroline and I personally do. I think there are endless ways, endless right ways, and you have to find out what fits best for you. But um, I think that we've gotten a lot of good practice in the last year just with where the world's been at uh, trying new ways, and we want to share that with you guys. Yeah. So, see, do you want to just kind of go back and forth on the things we talked about? Sure. So the first one I have is 
set your intentions for the day. So start your day with alone time and just ground yourself. I love to do this. And I was talking to Joe, I'm like, is this a, just an introvert thing? And I said, I don't think it's an introvert thing because I am extremely extroverted and I, I do this as well. Yeah. So I think if you're anyone, you can do this and you probably should. It's just be alone with yourself. And I love like getting ready in the morning and just listening to podcast or listening to a book. And that's what I was going to say is you and I probably do it in really different ways. Yeah, that's like, true. For me, I wake up in the morning. I put like music on that makes me really happy and joyful. Um, and I do my hair and I do my makeup and I like give myself some time away from my phone and technology. Oh yeah, that's nice. Um, whereas I don't know your morning routine, but I assume you're more like Matt where you're like a podcast person. You're going to take yeah. some of that in. Yeah. And- well, it depends because I swim in the morning. So I like obviously don't listen to stuff when I swim. You can, but I don't. But yeah, if I don't swim and then I wake up and then I'm, I just like being alone and just not talking. I don't like to call anyone or talk to anyone first thing in the morning. I and call JC when I do my makeup a oh, lot. Oh, you do? Uh-huh. But that's after like an hour of my me time. Okay, okay, cool. But yeah, listen to podcasts. And I love like getting ready. Like I really enjoy that and just taking my time. And not that I do this elaborate glam routine or anything. But even 15 minutes in front of your mirror and just knowing you're going to get your, that time with yourself. Yeah, it's very nice and very grounding. So I would highly, highly recommend. And that, like Joe said, it could look different for everyone and it's okay. And I feel like my stress levels lower because I'm setting the intention for the day and I'm going into the day um, cleaned up. Not that I need to have, like you said, it's not that I need a glamour face of makeup or anything like that. Right. But I feel like the day's easier when my hair is neat. Like not that, again, it can be in a neat ponytail yeah, you or know, a claw it can, clip or whatever. It can be in a bun or whatever it is. And just like, it can be a tinted moisturizer. It doesn't have to be fancy, but something about getting up, brushing my teeth, making myself appear clean and put together, that's one less stressor. Like if everything goes wrong that day, at least I'm not disheveled. Exactly. And during that time, I highly recommend just truly living in that moment like Mm -hmm. looking at yourself in the mirror just doing like oh I get to put on my makeup today try not to think about your day I know like everyone's days is are busy and you have kids maybe but try to just zone out for a second even if it's for like five minutes and just really set your intentions of like okay this is gonna be a good day or whatever the hell but really highly recommend doing that and this kind of transitions into the number one thing I said that I think people need in order to start managing their stress level, which uh, guys managing your stress level is so important. I think that what we're going to see as more research comes out is our generation is so overstressed and stimulated and it's going to affect our health so negatively. Yeah. And so try and get this under control if you can, um, and I think one of the best ways you can do that is maintaining a routine. And that's that starting by setting your intentions in the morning. And then it, it's not that you have to do the same things every day, but just having some kind of ceremonial, like I do this and then I, you know, yeah, just a flow. little bit of structure. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Caroline and I were again talking yesterday and 
we don't have a schedule the way probably a lot of you do. Um, but I still get up around the same time every morning. I get ready every morning. You know, I, I drink my tea every morning and I have those things that I always do. And, you know, at least one day a week we're working on podcasts and two days a week we're shooting content and we kind of know how things are going to shake out. Yeah. It's not like so structured, but we definitely know what's happening. We're not like, oh, what are we doing now? And don't you feel like on weeks when that gets thrown off, I'm like, oh, like I feel that extra stress. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the stress is because of us not, I, I don't think the stress is because we're not sticking to our routine. I think the stress is the stress I would be feeling if we didn't normally have the routine. That sentence is going to make no sense yeah, to people because it, it sounds the same, <laughs> but it's not, and I stand by it. But say that again one more time. So there's the stress I experience day to day. And when I have that routine to rely on, I feel that melt away. And so when my routine gets disrupted, my routine has prepared me and got me ahead enough that I don't feel that stress the same way when my routine gets off and I look forward to getting back onto my routine. I don't think the stress I feel when my routine is broken is from the routine being broken. Okay, yeah. I kind of get that, but yes. It's not. I don't think that it makes sense in words, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Another way I like to manage my stress is retail therapy. Yes, you heard me right. Retail therapy does me wonders in changing my mood and making me a happier person. And today we want to talk to you about Label, a small business located here in Northwest Arkansas. Label is a women's boutique featuring amazing apparel brands you already know and love, including Free People, Daydreamer, and Z Supply, as well as denim from A. Goldie, Mother, and many more. Their specialty is denim. Their denim experts give you a unique fitting experience, taking your measurements and style preferences to find denim that make you feel and look your best. You can find their online store and storefront location by following them on Instagram at shoplabel. That's at S-H-O-P-L-A-B-E-L on Instagram. Treat yourself at Label and use our code MIDDLEGROUND15 for 15% off your purchase. We love Label and we know that you guys are going to love it just the same. Happy shopping, friends. If you're having one of those acute moments that things are stressful, uh, get outside. Yep. Hug a tree. Walk barefoot in the grass. (laughs) Lay in the grass. Feel the sun on your face. All of those things. And just think about it. Yeah. Go to the beach if you live near a beach. Roll in sand. Play in the water. Be a kid. Literally. Be a kid. Um, So I've had a really stressful couple of weeks. Uh, My mom's health uh, has been tough. And I immediately texted my doula and was like, hey, this is what's going on. I realize stress in pregnancy period is not good. Um, especially this level. And so what are some things I can be doing? Just extra things. You know, I'm doing what I can, right. but what's extra things? And she said in her text back to me, she said, go. She's like, I don't know if you're going to think this sounds crazy. I hope you don't, but take your shoes off and go walk barefoot in the grass. And I was like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, I'll try anything. The best thing ever. Literally it is. Makes you feel so grounded and it like takes you, 
It's just such a simple human experience and it's so enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's not it for you. Maybe you hate the way grass feels on your feet. Or you're allergic to grass. (laughs) Yeah. And that's fine. You can, like Caroline said, go sit in the concrete and feel the sun on your Mm. face. Or hug a tree. Or hug a tree. shoes on. Truly hug a tree. Yeah. Like feel just connected with the basics of what is here. Right. Because when you do that, you realize like what we say all the time, like nothing matters. Like. Yes, things do matter, but you get in that present moment of like, oh shit, I'm just a human experiencing a human things and you stop life's trying rocky. to control every detail. Yeah, you really do. And just live in the present. That's another big tip. It's just live in the present. And it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy to do that. No. And if you have kids and a busy schedule, like it's hard. But it more and more you keep practicing it, the more it will become easier, obviously. And that's like helped my stress immensely. 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 Great job. <laughs> but yeah, try, try, try to live in the moment. A huge one for you this year has been exercise. And I... This suggestion always ticks me off. So if you're one of those people that's triggered by the suggestion of just go work out, I'm right there with you. Um, But I know it's so good. I know it is. Like everyone says it like, oh, just go work out. Like you'll be fine. Just go work out. And it is triggering when you're in that hard place. Because the last thing you want to do is go work out. Yeah. It's like I'm having anxiety and like intrusive thoughts running through my brain. I don't want to run on a treadmill. Yeah. Like why am I going to do that? But, um, yeah, whatever form of exercise you want to do, walking, swimming, riding your bike, it doesn't matter. Go do it because it also gets you into the present moment. Yeah. Because you're, like, doing a set or you're doing whatever. You can't really think about a lot of things in the moment of working out. And if you can combine getting outside and exercising. You're winning. The ultimate. Yeah. I like to go on a walk. Mm -hmm. I like walking, too. I really do um, because I feel like I can do a combination of a lot of these things all at once when I'm walking. Yeah, I walk with my mom a lot and we take the dog. She loves it. And I swim outside, which is nice. Really, really grateful to be able to swim outside. Do you get really bad tan lines in the summer? You haven't really been doing it in the summer, have you? Um, No. I mean, I already have like one forming. Yeah. But I wear a bikini. It's not like tragic, but it is what it is. I just remember that from growing up mm-hmm. in the summer, we would swim outside and I got so dark because when you're in a pool, you tan better in a pool, like you tan more evenly. Oh yeah, for sure. Because uh, I, uh, we would swim with a pool that had a white bottom. And so the sun goes into the water, reflects. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know if this is even true, no, I think it but is. I think it is from how even my tan always was. And, um, I had the most even all over color and I would, I would get so dark. I know. So would I. And we would be swimming at like five 30 in the morning. I know. But when you're out for three hours every morning. I know. I know. I already have like a tan line from my rings. Cause I never take my rings off. Yeah. Um, from just swimming like in the winter and spring just cause it's outside and heated, which That's I'm crazy. so blessed. It's heated and nice. That's so crazy. But yeah, go do something exercise-y. Yeah. 
Listen to podcasts. Try to get yourself out of your head. Yes. That's the biggest goal. Um, Caroline suggested this yesterday, and I think that this is so, so important. And that's allow yourself to feel validated in your stress. It is okay that you're feeling stressed and just accept that. Um, Don't fight yourself on it. And then whenever you feel comfortable, dive deeper and understand what is causing that stress and how can we address it. But only when you're ready. Don't feel like you need to, okay, I'm feeling stressed. I have to get to the bottom of why and fix it. It is okay to let yourself be in that moment. And we all go through seasons of stress and you don't need to make yourself feel guilty for that experience. Yeah. That was my biggest struggle because I've obviously always experienced stress, but only this year, 2020, not this year, last year, um, I experienced anxiety for the first time, like really bad panic attacks and just all around not fun, would not recommend. And I would do that like at first. I'm like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Like I need to solve it. My life's fine. My life's great. I'm alive. Like I would be really harsh in my head, but that would trigger my anxiety worse and then I had more panic attacks. It was like this vicious cycle. Caroline had her first panic attack at my house. Literally. My first ever. Um, and we were shooting outside. I still have no idea what triggered that for you. Do you remember? I, looking, like, in the moment, no. I was like, what the hell is happening? But looking back, I think it was because we just launched the podcast. and Which was maybe your biggest trigger yeah it, it definitely was like that i think that's what set all of it off and then it just like escalated but um with little things but yeah it was like that same week we or i think we were about to launch it and we were just doing tiktoks to promote it or something and it was just too much oh shit like i'm doing this like this is a commitment and i'm in grade seven so it's like commitments are hard but i'm like no i have to do this like i want to do this And I was really, really pushing myself instead of letting myself feel. And then it got to the point where I was like, yeah, I'm not good. I'm having a panic attack. I didn't know I was. I thought I was having a heat stroke. She thought she was having a heat stroke. And I was just so confused. Not confused. But I was like, sit down. We're going to breathe. Yeah. We're going to lay here on the couch. And Joe made me a sandwich and got me some I made you eat. I made you drink water. I got something cold to put on you. I don't remember what. An ice. Oh, it was like a rag. And then you got me a bag of ice because it was so hot outside. Like, yeah. so humid. It was like July. And I'm normally the one that gets hot. So it was just the... And I wasn't. So I was... Yeah. Joe was like, okay. And Matt carried me to the couch because I, I literally had never had that feeling. So I thought I was going to pass out because my heart was beating so fast. She was having heart palpitations yeah. is what was happening. And so I was like, oh my gosh, if I stand up... I'm going to pass out and hit my head. Like, they're not going to catch like, me. Do you know how many people Matt has had to carry places? I can only imagine. <laughs> like, so many of my friends. I'm like, why do we keep getting in these situations? Yeah, that is weird. Where Matt has to carry people. Yeah, you, like, got him out of his room. You're like, Matt, can you come here and carry Caroline? He's like, okay. He was like, what? <laughs> he, like, picked me up. He's like, I mean, I can. She's tiny, but. Yeah. He's like, why are we doing this? Um, oh, But yeah, um, but I know that feeling is horrendous, like... But you weren't ready in that moment, and that's what I mean, is in that moment, she needed to just 
accept and feel validity in her feelings, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't think you were ready to take it head on that you were nervous about commitment and how do we solve that? No, yeah. I was not mentally ready to dive down that. And I didn't even know I was having a panic attack. It was that new. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then when you're in that, like, season of life or if you experience anxiety a lot, you you think it's never going to end. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. this is my life from now on. I'm just going to have panic attacks. I'm going to have to live with it. But you don't. Like, you can really work on yourself and get out of it. And, of course, seek medical, you know, well, and that's attention thing. if you are really struggling. But there are ways to get your mind to just calm down. And that's the thing that we wanted to touch on is like anxiety and stress are not necessarily the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and anxiety can manifest in very different ways. And I think that a lot of the tips and tricks we're talking about today are really good ways to keep stress at bay. If you're doing all of these things and still experiencing anxiety, especially that crippling anxiety, Find a medical professional that you can talk with um, and don't be afraid to do that. It's, I, I mean, for me, that's been pivotal because I, I struggle with anxiety and, and very, um, I was explaining to Caroline, it's, it's not, my anxiety has never been um, terribly explainable in my opinion. Uh, for instance, I bring up the time, I, I think that may be the only panic attack I've ever had in front of you. Yeah, is I in Hawaii. So. Um, Caroline and I were in Hawaii three or four years ago, and on this hike, and, and which I guess in theory that hike was sh- stressful. No, yeah, it was. But it wasn't the hike itself. We uh, we ended up swimming in this swimming hole in the middle of the jungle, and I was totally fine until I got into the swimming hole. Mm-hmm. And I was a competitive swimmer my whole life. This is not moving water. I'm a certified lifeguard. Yeah, like or I, she... not anymore, I guess, but <laughs> yeah. I was for years. Like, I, I'm not afraid of water. Uh, and the moment I was in that water, I was hyperventilating. Yeah, and it was so strange. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and still to this day, I can't get to the bottom of what was. I mean, obviously being in the water in the swimming hole was triggering my anxiety. So I removed myself from the situation. Mm -hmm. But my point in bringing this up is sometimes there isn't an overwhelming why and there isn't a um, well thought out solution. Sometimes the solution is, I don't know why this situation makes me feel this way, but it does. So I'm just going to remove myself Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. Especially when it comes to people. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You have to start removing yourself from an environment that's stressing you out. Like, that's not fun. And the one I bring up is movies. I cannot watch movies because it stresses me out. So, you know, what I don't do, I don't watch movies. And, you know, it sucks because I can't connect a lot because I don't know what's happening in the movie world at all. But... I can't, my body, for some odd reason, just like Joe in the swimming hole, it literally starts having anxiety and stressing out because I put myself in the character's shoes so much and I can't, I'm not strong enough yet to just stop doing that. And I know, and I want to try to work on like, it's just a movie, Caroline, like calm down. Um, But I'm not in that mental place now to do that. And yeah, you just, so I have to remove myself. 
Yeah. So interesting. Okay. I think the last thing that was on our list, um, well, no, there are two more things on our list. Phone a friend. If you're having a stressful day, talk. Say it out loud. Don't internalize. Don't... um, Caroline's really bad about this. (laughs) Don't rely on only yourself and feel like you need to push it all down and deal with it alone. Yeah. Don't you think you're kind of bad at that? I am really. That was probably really um, rude and calling you out. But (laughs) I'm really bad at that because I'm like, okay, it's my problem. Like I'm, it's no one else's problem that I'm stressed, so I need to figure it out. But yeah, it is true. You need to talk it out and phone the right friend. Also, it's okay to call friends. To just talk. Like, they don't have to provide a solution to you. Just saying it out loud can make you see it from a whole new perspective. Exactly. Yeah, definitely phone the right friend. Find people who make you feel heard. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you don't need to be um, validated and you don't need to be, um, like, you don't need help with a solution. You just need to say it out loud to somebody you don't feel like is judging you. Exactly. And it... I'll say this, like when I, when we started the podcast, I went to visit my brother and I was with my whole family and this was in the summer and I was having anxiety and like panic attacks and they were like, what is wrong with you? Like, are you okay? Like, how can we help? And I explained to them, like, it's, it's because the podcast, like, I really do think like, and they're like, why is that triggering you? And I explained and they're like, that shouldn't trigger you. They were like, are you serious? And they weren't like in the moment, they were sounding like horrible and mean just because I was experiencing anxiety in that moment. I was like, why can't they understand me? Like, but the truth is like a lot of people don't understand your situation. And in that moment, it wasn't, they weren't good people for me to vent my problems and my stressors on because they weren't helpful. They were like, get over yourself. It's just a podcast. Like it's going to be great. But that wasn't helping me those words. And so, yeah, ask, even if it's your family, like know your people and know how they react to certain things and phone the right friend or family member because depending on who you do call, it could trigger you. Well, and something I've learned about um, anxiety surrounding our jobs, um, content creation, podcasting, um community building, things like that. You definitely have to have the right people to talk to because going to your brothers, it does sound really like, why would that stress you out? That's easy. Yeah. Or like, it sounds like I'm being privileged. Like, uh, and, and it's because people haven't tried it mm-hmm. because we have friends on the podcast or I've had friends who I've helped who have to do like video submissions for stuff and they're like oh joe's good at that i'll ask her to help me and we'll sit down and they need to make like a 30 second video or um they're gonna be on the podcast and we'll spend hours and it's the first time it clicks for them you know that and so if you talk to the wrong person and i'm sure this is with with any career oh yeah if you're a teacher and you're talking to non-teachers, there are probably things like I don't understand and am dismissive of about yeah, being a teacher that's exactly. really hard. And so because we don't know that perspective at all. Right. And so with any career, not just ours, um, or, or any lifestyle, making sure you're talking to the right people 
who understand. Because you don't, if you're a teacher and you're feeling really stressed about something I don't understand, I may not validate or make you feel heard in the way that you need to. Exactly. Literally exactly. Because if your problem is like a, I don't know, like a, a student's mother is just horrible. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, who? I don't... Like, I'd be like, why are you getting your feelings hurt? Yeah. Because I don't understand that. No. But if I was in that situation, I would also probably be really stressed. Yeah. Because someone was angry at me, you right. know? Yes. Yeah, so talk to the right people for sure. Okay, the last thing that I wrote down in managing stress, and this is something that... I kind of went back and forth on whether I wanted to share on the podcast just because I think for some people, this way of thinking can be toxic. And so if that's you and you don't feel like this is helpful, um, don't practice it. (laughs) And I want to be really upfront that way. Cause I think Caroline, I think you said you don't think of things like this. No, I really don't. Um, something I do when I'm in extremely stressful, seasons or moments is I choose to look back. So I I love at, you know, 27 to look back at 22 year old Joe and think to myself how far we have come rather than looking forward um, to see how much further we have to go. Because a lot of my stress revolves around oh my gosh, there's so much more mountain to climb. And being able to appreciate and be thankful for how much has already been done is very helpful for me. Yeah. Um, I think that can very much err on the side of toxic positivity for some though. And so I just want to be clear, the same methods don't work for everyone. And that's okay. But... If you're somebody like me who gets caught up in, I want all these things in my future and I need them and I need them now. And then you get overwhelmed by all the steps that there are to get there. Sometimes looking back and seeing how many steps you've already accomplished and appreciating my life the way 22 year old me, 22 did not come out of my mouth just then. I don't even know what that was. There were four extra twos. It felt like when it came out oh, of my no. mouth that I said 22. Oh, you like stuttered? Yeah. No, to me it sounded like 22, like that. Oh, well, it's fine either way. <laughs> Nothing wrong with anything. I just, that was shocking. Anyway, um, words. Trying to think about things from 22-year-old me's perspective. Because I'm hopeful. It's kind of like the thing with body image, my wedding photos, my anniversary was last week. And each year when I look at them, I'm finding these new ones that I love that I didn't even notice before because my insecurities from 2019 are melting away. Right. Because that's becoming a romanticized version of myself now instead of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like looking back and you don't see the insecurities that you had anymore. And so I try to live that now rather than letting them melt away later. Does that make any sense? Instead of looking like having to look back and be thankful for that. Yeah. 
just be thankful and be, have gratitude. It always goes back to that. It really does. You have to have gratitude for your life. And even if it is not good right now, you are stressed and you have bills to pay and you have kids to feed or whatever your case is, there is something to find gratitude about, like taking a shower or having a car, little things. Find those little things if it's you can't find any big thing and milk those, like really sit mm-hmm. on those and be thankful. Yeah. Q&A? Q&A. Someone asked, how do I stop comparing my life to my friends? Mm. Uh, mindset shift. It goes back to that being appreciative of what we, Caroline had, we had a really good talk about this yesterday, actually. Um, or I perceived it that way. Caroline's like, I don't even remember this conversation. <laughs> like, fuck you, bitch. It was, <laughs> it was impactful to me. Um, cause we were talking about how life really is a roller coaster. Um, and everyone's on their own roller coaster and there are these really high highs and super low lows. And sometimes your friend's highest highs come in turn with your lowest lows and it's easy to be resentful or to feel kind of like you're saying, I think, jealous of our friend's highs while we're in a low. But being able to shift your perspective and your mindset and realize that, yeah, heck yes, let's cheer them on. They are having a high high and we only get so many of those in life. Even when you're at your lowest low, will make you 10 times more happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and realizing that those two things don't have to be compared because eventually I promise you eventually one of your highest highs is going to intercede with one of their lowest lows and you're going to want them to celebrate with you and they're going to want you to be supportive of them. Exactly. And so you kind of, I feel like as I'm moving into my later twenties, I've now been on the roller coaster long enough as an adult that I've had some highs. I've had some lows, you know, um, there's been some up and down and I'm finally seeing, and I've watched my friends do the same and I am seeing how those things intercede over time and it's getting easier. But I feel like in my early 20s, I didn't understand that. I thought that other people just had things I didn't. Right. And they, and they very they very well might have things I don't. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm necessarily saying. But I promise you, you can find somebody who you think has everything you don't. You still have something they don't have too. Yeah. And you got to strut your stuff. I, You have to be people's cheerleaders no matter what season they're in. And they will do the same for you in whatever season you're in, if they're good friends. Right. If they're not, then you need to find better friends. But (laughs) (laughs) see ya. Yeah, literally bye. But yeah, I've never, I I don't want to say never. I've obviously have compared myself to people in the past and present day even. But I'm really, that's a personality trait that I'm really... um, that's a privilege of yours. Yes, that I don't compare. I'm like, yeah, they're making $100,000 and killing it. Great. Yeah. 
Like, well, I want to be their cheerleader because one day I'll be on top and I want them to cheer for me also. And you and I have had to talk about that when we're recording the podcast because there are some things that come really easy to Caroline. There are some things that come really easy to me. Um, and so it can almost be hard for us to speak on because if you're struggling with that, if Caroline's just naturally gifted at not comparing herself, how helpful is that going to be? Exactly. You know? And so I love that you're willing to acknowledge that, not that you've never compared yourself, yeah. but... I'm, I am human. Um, I mean, I, that's something I really struggled with. And it can be embarrassing to admit that to, you know, after hearing Caroline be like, oh yeah, that just comes naturally to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, am, shrug I, it off. am I broken? <laughs> right. But I'm not because uh-huh. it's just, that's one of those things that my low point is Caroline's talent. And I celebrate that for her and I watch her... And I learned from her and um, we're able to have these really cool talks and have a completely different perspective. And it's okay that we're different. We learn from each other and she's been able to pull me up in ways and... And vice versa. Yeah. 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 And I know it's hard, but you're... And I don't want to sound blunt, but I'm going to. You're wasting your time by sitting and comparing yourself and your thoughts because your thoughts aren't real because even if someone you know is like really flaunting their boyfriend on Instagram or the new car they bought or whatever they could be going through actual hell and back in real life and you are just comparing them to a fake reality and that's wasting your time and it's not their job to fill in every blank for you for your own security I can't say that enough because I think as a culture We want content creators, influencers, friends to, people need to be more honest. They need to put all their problems out there. And I personally, I don't agree with that. I think that people have a right to privacy. I think they have a right to only share what they want to. And I think we have a responsibility as individuals to not fill in the gaps and decide what we perceive their life as. Yeah. And understand that we're all on the same roller coaster. Mm Mm-hmm. Different well, ones, but all in the same. Yeah, we're all on a roller coaster. Yes. yes. And that's okay. That's life. Right. So, yeah, just try, just do your own thing. Like, figure yourself out. Start loving yourself. Like, that's my biggest piece of advice. Start just truly loving who you are. And that will help you stop comparing. Because if you're like, oh, wait, I love myself. But also, Jenny does. Like, go, Jenny. But, Go me also. Right. You stop. You Yeah, just stop. I liked it. Yep, yep. All right, friends. Well, I'm Joe. <laughs> and I'm Caroline. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Joe Johnson over me and, and on all the other social medias. Yeah. And you can find me, Caroline, at Caroline Stelty. And you can find Middle Ground Podcast at, at Middle, Middle Ground, Ground Podcast. Podcast. Or you can email us at hello at middlegroundpodcast.co and you can join our Facebook Facebook group group. that we love so, so much. And I know maybe a few of you are like, ew, Facebook, you know, like you're not. Oh yeah, that's like a Gen (laughs) Z thing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's cool. Like it literally takes you seconds to You don't have to update your profile at all. No, just join our group. Make an account and join our group. Yeah, and talk with us. It's really fun and you're honestly missing out if you're not in it already. Facts. All right. Love y'all. Have a wonderful day. Bye.